Did you hear the lyrics of that song? It says, give and it will come back to you. That's our title for today. It's, it's coming back. It's coming back. So be more, it's coming back. Yeah, it's coming back. You know, by the way, before we go on with this topic, explain ko lang na kapag uh, meron tayong mga bisita, pag meron tayong first time sa kasama sa SFCC, we call you very important person, VIP. Okay, so you're welcome to just sit back, enjoy, magbabad ka sa presensya ng Diyos, hear the word, receive as much as you can. Pero pagdating sa giving time, that's not for you. Okay? That's not, hindi po para sa iyo ang pagbibigay. Para sa mga regular members dito sa church. So we understand na parang sa bahay. Eh pag meron kang bisita sa bahay, di ba? Nag-alok ka ng pakain. Nagbibigay ka ba ng ano, bill? Of course not. Kasi siya, siya yung bisita. Pero it's only normal pag uh, ikaw ay nakakatira doon, may trabaho ka, then mayroon kang time na ikaw din ang bumibili ng bigas. Ikaw din ang tumutulong sa hugasan sa mga so parang ganoon kasi ang Christian community is just like a family when we're members we are part of parang tayo na ang turn to host hindi na tayo bisita nung tayo ay bisita we don't give we don't serve we don't help we just enjoy but when we become part of the team when we considered ourselves kabilang kapamilya then we start giving we start serving ng kusa because that's only uh, para mas masaya eh Sa totoo lang, kung ikaw ay nagsuserve sa church, mas masaya kaysa yung atin ka lang, upo ka dyan, tapos uwi. Wala kang ginagawa. Mas masaya na may role ka. That's why we encourage you, come on, ikaw na next time, ikaw ang taga-pass ng, ng communion, ikaw ang taga-welcome, handshake, ikaw ang taga-bigay ng intact. So, please, if you consider us your family, then, please feel at home, feel uh, free na maghanap din ng place or role na you can help. Because, not because we need you so much, but because it's a part of what we do as a family. And ganon din sa giving. So before I talk about this giving topic na it will come back, tandaan nyo na this is not for our friends, our guests, this is not for our VIPs. Para sa family ito. But if you're a VIP, I hope you will be enlightened. I hope God will speak to you through this topic. But the first thing I want to say is giving is not easy for most people. Do you agree with that? Hindi ganun kadali na magbigay. Kasi tayo ay nasanay, sanay tayo to be recipients. Tagatanggap kaysa yung tagapagbigay. You know, we are born with a kind of self selfish mindset hindi na kailangan na turuan ng bata na tumanggap kailangan turuan ng bata na maglingkod na magbigay na maki-share automatic sa atin when we are born to receive agad-agad may nagbibigay sa iyo ng gatas agad-agad mayroong tagapagpalit ng diaper mo. Diba? It's automatic that we receive. We are consumers. You know, as you grow older, 
ang birthday party ng matanda, di baliwala yan. Pero pag bata, ano nagbibigay ng regalo, we make a big deal out of it, it's puro you, you, you. Kung ikaw ang, uh, you know, we, uh, me, myself, I, we're born very quite self-centered. And you have to learn to give, to share, and to serve. That has to be learned. It's not automatic. Giving is not easy for most people. We are usually in donee mode, not donor mode. We're the consumers. Or in the worst case scenario, I don't know kung may kakilala ka ng sabit, na puro Mr. and Mrs. Libre. You know, sila yung laging nagahanap. Sa totoo lang, mga Pilipino, mahilig sa libre. Pag sa grocery store, nagahanap yung, yung nagbibigay ng, may free taste ba? O mayroon nag-aalok sa'yo ng something, eh, libre ba? O pag libre, kukunin mo. Pag hindi libre, ayoko na. Diba? Ayoko. Pag libre, see, of course, I'll take it. So, tayo ay laging nasa mode na we're looking for something free. Someone else to pay. Oh, labas tayo. Oh, lilibre mo ba ako? Yung puro agad-agad. Bakit agad-agad? Mga split second lang yung pumasok sa isip mo? Mr. Libre ka talaga. Miss Libre ka talaga. Why? Because it's not, it's so easy to receive. Especially pagdating sa pera, pagkain, or the things that money can buy. So easy to receive. But giving is not so easy for most people. Do you agree with that? I hope hindi ikaw yun. <laughs> but there's a benefit. Kaya pinag-usapan natin ito. We need to talk about giving because we need to. Because there is an upside to giving. There are benefits we don't want to miss out. We should be aware of the advantages of giving. It's underestimated and underrated. Ang pagbibigay, hindi puro, we don't usually hear about that. We hear about, uy, libre doon, libre oh. May dole out dyan, may scholarship yan. May, we always hear about the free. But you don't usually focus on kung sinong nag-sacrifice para doon. Kung sinong nagbigay. Basta libre, wala akong pakialam kung sinong nag- nag-hirap doon. And do, do you know the name Bill Gates? Okay, according to Wikipedia, the richest man in the world. Okay, so we know Bill Gates, Microsoft, Mayaman. But do you know the name Warren Buffett? Sikat ba si Warren Buffett o si Bill Gates? Mas sikat si Bill Gates. But Warren Buffett was the second richest man in the world. Did you know what? The second richest man gave away much of his money to the first richest man in the world. Imagine that. No, no, no. Warren Buffett, the second richest man in the world, he did not give his money to the poor. He gave away his money to the richest man in the world. You think, wow, that's crazy. Dapat sa mahirap. But he gave his money to Bill Gates because he knows Bill Gates can handle it. He knows that Bill Gates will not waste the money. He will use it. And in fact, Bill Gates is using his wealth, his billions of dollars for education, for um, 
reducing poverty and helping feed the poor. And even the Rotary Club, our Rotary Club, is a big beneficiary of the Bill Gates Foundation. So, but you don't hear, you hear about the richest man. Go, 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 be rich, be rich. Sige, umaman ka pa more. But we don't hear about the people who are givers. And I want to share with you today that we need to talk about givers because there's a joy that you don't want to miss out on. There's advantages. There's benefits. Jesus said this in Acts 20. Uh, it was quoted. He said, it is more blessed to be a giver than to receive. Okay? Now, circle the word blessed. What does that mean? If you heard me teach before, alam mo ko ano ibig sabihin blessed. It means two, two definitions in the Bible. The original word meant extremely happy. Crazy happy. The other definition, especially from the Old Testament, was to empowered to succeed. Blessed means you're empowered to be successful. So Jesus said, it is more empowering for you to be successful when you give than mananatili kang recipient lang. Puro tagatanggap maud. It's more enjoyable. You'll be happier, extremely blessed if you give than to just receive. So we're going to talk about that. But first, before we talk about the benefits of giving, let's brainstorm. What do you think are the disadvantages of giving? Ano ang mga um, obvious na downside or hindi benefit kundi liabilities? Ano ang mga masama o negative consequences if you give? And specifically, we could even talk about especially giving to the Lord's work. Giving God's kingdom. Like Sabini Jesus, seek first God's kingdom. Now what? Now because when we talk about giving to Loeco, to CSI, to our smart bill, we don't, no one has a complaint about that usually. We don't think twice about someone selling a service or a product. But we always think of the negative side of giving, especially giving at church. Pag sinabi ng, uh, <clears throat> pag nakikita mo sa bayan na ang dami mga globe na tarpaulin, di ba? Everywhere you can see all the um, advertisements, billboards, everything. No one ever got angry about that. Di ba? No one was offended. Wala namang nagsabi na, Hush. They're just trying to get more customers. They just want our money. Pag bumili ka ng cemento, you never question na tong pera ko papunta doon sa mga mayayaman para makakapagbili ka na ng they, they could buy more cars and I'm just with my money, I'm, bumili ka ng cemento. Do you ever think about that? My money is just making these people rich. 
Did you ever think when you bought a hamburger at Jollibee, pumasok ba sa isip mo na, they just want my money. They're just after my money. Of course, you don't think that. Why? Because selling seems to be celebrated. Selling and commerce, marketing, no one thinks thinks anything negative about it. Pero pagdating sa church, pag may sinabi ng pastor, okay, it's, it's giving time. Oof. They just, they don't care about anybody. They just want our money. Gusto lang nila dumami. Ang dami mga lies that the devil puts in the minds of people that would say they just want our money. Dapat ang pera ko napunta sa mahihirap. Dapat sila ay magbibigay sa akin. Anyway, naiintindihan ko ni God na I don't have much money right now. So God will understand. Oh, you try that at Lueco. You try na, next time. You just tell them, no, I know you understand. I don't have much money and you're rich anyway, so you'll understand. They would say, yeah, I understand. You have a candle. Don't <laughs> <laughs> lang <laughs> You understand me? <laughs> but I thought about, I thought long and hard. Talagang inisip ko ng, ng todo. Yung anong negative outcome? Anong mga possible na consequences or bad side, the downside of giving? And here's what I could think of. That if I give more, This is the common fear. If I give more, then I have less. Right? Yan ang common takot sa atin. Now, if I give more, I have less. But there's benefits. Remember, there's benefits to giving that needs to be celebrated. So, kailangan natin i-deal with this. If I give more, I will have less. But here's the answer to that fear. That fear, if I give more, I have less, does not factor in what the Bible says. That's our fear, pero kailangan natin i-factor in yung sinasabi sa Biblia paulit-ulit. The opposite of this fear. The opposite, that if I give more, I have less. The Bible says, if you give, babalik sa'yo. The Bible says, if you serve, hindi ka down. Lalo ka, iaangat ka. You'll be great. That if you share, hindi ka mababawasan. You will enjoy it more. Lagi kong sinasabi, and you will hear this from me often. Whatever you give to the Lord, you do not lose it. You enjoy it more. Can you, I think that's worth repeating. I want you to memorize it actually. Whatever you give to the Lord, you do not lose it. You enjoy it more. See? And so the Bible says over and over again, and people easily get sensitive pagdating sa pera. Kasi ayaw nila na ang God ay makialam sa finances. People become very sensitive, very self-defensive. 
Maybe even when I introduce this topic, maaring meron ding spirit or meron ding thoughts na nagkusang lumabas sa isip mo na, ayan na naman. I, alam ko no, alam ko kung saan papunta ito. He's trying to get my money. Da, da, da. And people considered giving as a threat to their own well-being. Now when he talks about money, he's touching a sensitive part of my life. And it is a threat to my own well-being. Why? Because your mentality is, if I give more, mababawasan ako. I will have less. But let me tell you something. You listen to me. I trust me. <laughs> Try to trust me just for this time. If you give, you won't have less. It's coming back. Give me my apples. You know? Somebody give me some apples. Alright, let's talk about apples. If I had ten apples... Supposing I had uh, 10 apples. Actually, I gave some in the other service. So, now you not see, I, I told you I gave some. And now you're really paying attention. But suppose I had 10 apples and I wanted to give an apple away. So, I gave this apple, Charlene, there you go. So now, what what you see is very obvious. Nabawasan. Right? I have now, because I gave, I now have one less apple. But, what you don't see is, and write this down, number one, that giving creates a predictable harvest. Giving creates something. It creates a predictable harvest because God hardwired into the laws of the universe. Not a theory, not a uh, gamble, but the law of sowing and reaping. That what ko anong itatanim mo, babalik sayo. You will harvest. And giving is like planting a seed into good soil. Yes, pag magbibigay ako, then for that moment, it left me. I died to that apple. Remember what the word de- died means. Death means separation. So I was separated. The apple was separated from me. So I, for a season, when I give, it goes out. But everybody repeat after me. What I give is not gone. See? She's still holding something. She's going to enjoy that later. See? It's still there. Yes, when I give, it might leave my bank account for a while. But there's a proven law of sowing and reaping that is at work in my life. That whatever you sow, you're creating a predictable harvest. Because write these three things down. This is a part of the law of sowing and reaping. You cannot change this law. God, it, it's a fixed law that is proven. It works. Okay, letter A is that I will harvest 
what I plant. Okay? Kung farmer ka, you know what this is all about. Okay? So inside the apple here, every, every fruit has something inside, right? A, a seed. Nakakita ka ng seedless apple? Wala. Walang ganun. So there's seeds inside the apple. If I plant this, I'm not gonna harvest kamote or sayote. Tama? If I plant apple, so long as I plant it in a good soil, in the right environment, babalik sa akin is mansanas din. So A is, I'm gonna reap or I'll harvest whatever I plant. Now you can see this if you, if you give someone a smile, you're gonna get back a smile. And maybe even one of these. You might get interest more than a smile. If you give friendship, what can you harvest? Friendship. If you give, you know, helping others, Guaranteed, there's a predictable harvest that people will be there to help you. And if you give money, there's a predictable harvest that you're going to reap financially as well. Let me tell you number two is that I'm going to harvest more than I plant. Does that make sense? One little bitty tiny Apple seed. Just one apple seed. Tirayan. Probably it's just good for throwing in the trash. But if you, instead of throwing it away, instead of swallowing it, you plant it. You give it. When I say plant, you're giving it to the ground. It will go away from you. You will no longer see it. You think it's gone forever. But you will reap. That will eventually become a tree. And the tree has fruit. Okay, dito sa Pilipinas, we should use mangoes. But you've seen how a mango can be very fruitful. So the tree becomes fruitful, full of fruit. And inside each fruit are other seeds. Many, many more seeds. Kalamansi, and daming seeds ng kalamansi. Apple has many seeds. So the one seed, dumami, I reap, I harvest more than the original giving. Does that, does that make sense? And the third thing is, this is the one that people don't really like, but I will harvest after I plant. Not before. So, sirang ulo, ang farmer, na lalabas sa kanyang bukid, naghahanap ng harvest, wala naman siyang tinanim. Nasa kanyang bag pa ang seed. Inaasahan na may harvest, wala pa siyang, nasa kanyang bag pa yung mga seeds. Of course, harvest always, always, always comes after the giving to the ground. Not before. It's a law of the universe. Seed, then time. Takes time. 
and then harvest. In that order. Seed, time, and harvest. Maraming nagsasabi, maybe you taught this too, I hear it often. Pag makapera ako, pag marami na akong pera, ako ay magbibigay sa church. Solve na ang problema ang pera sa church. Pag mayaman ako, ako nang bala dyan sa mga bata. Ako nang bala sa building. I'll give. Lord, Lord, please help me to win the lotto. Lord, taya ako sa wedding. Lord, help me. And I promise, ibibigay ko. Pag mayaman ako, wala ng problema. Hindi ako, may, hindi ako magiging mayabang. I promise, Lord. I'll... So, what you're thinking is you want the harvest first before the giving. And a lot of people think that way. But just so that you understand, it doesn't work that way. Okay? You harvest what you plant, more than you plant, but always, always after you plant. Now, the scientists, what do you call that? Biology, or what do you call the study of plants? Fruits. The farmers, the scientists. What's a scientist? Botany. Botanist. You know, they can study, they can research what a seed does. There are pictures. You can see the stages of a seed. The farmer gives the seed away to the ground. It goes into the ground. It dies. The seed actually has life in it. In fact, they discovered seeds in the great pyramids of Egypt that still were full of life. They could actually plant them. That's amazing. Thousands of years, the seed still carried life in it. But it dies, cracks open, and then sprouts and life comes up. The scientists can study the process, but they don't really know how it works. They And no one can control the process. I mean, you can water... You can give light, you can do the things that are healthy, but no one can make a seed grow. It grows by its design when it's in the right place. It's, it's a process, mga kaibigan, that we cannot really have control of. At ganun din, ang number one problem sa mga Kristiyano sa pagbibigay, because we want to be in control. Especially of our money. But you can't understand it. God is behind the scenes working things that you cannot see. Pag ang apple seed napunta sa ground, it's invisible. You don't see it anymore. Tama? So, but it's at work. Something is at work. The law of the universe the unseen forces are at work causing that to eventually come back to you. So write this down. Number two is this, that what leaves my hand doesn't necessarily leave my life. It's even though naibigay ko yung apples Jan Jan. These people, this giving is still in my world. What leaves your hand 
doesn't necessarily leave your life. Jesus said in Luke 6, uh, verse 38, Give and it will be given to you. Babalik sa'yo. It says, a good measure, it's pressed down, hindi minimum, it's shaking over, umaapaw pa, and it will be poured into your lap. And he says, the measure you use, it'll be measured back to you. We sang that song kanina. So it seems to be gone. Seems like, wala na. But there's this thing going on. There's this something magical happening behind the scenes, invisible sa ating naked eye. It's this process that you and I are not directly in control of. It's in plants. It's underground. Di nakikita. It's in the invisible ground. When you give to the Lord's work, it goes into this. Well, you don't. You don't see it anymore. You put money, tithes, offerings. You don't see. It's out of your bank account. It doesn't show up in your bag. It goes into the underground soil of relationships and the house of God, into vision into purpose, into ministry. And you don't see all of this and you can't control directly the, the process. But God promised that there's this thing happening. There's this force in the background, underground that you don't see. And giving comes back to you because of the law of sowing and reaping. Alright, now write this down, that giving comes back to us in the form of, there's three op- three possible options. First is, giving might come back to you in the form of money. How many of you have, you know, realized that when you, when you gave to God, your income increased, not decreased? Maybe you got a bonus, maybe your job provided more, an increase, a raise, or whatever, or maybe your expenses were reduced. So you had more money. Someone gave you a gift unexpectedly. Madalas, and daming testimonies. So it could be that when you give, it comes back to you exactly in also money. But letter B, this is even better. It comes back to me in the form of what money can buy. Okay, what does money buy? We use money. Because actually, we don't want money. Sinong nangangailangan ng pieces of paper? You, know, you don't need pieces or round pieces of metal. That's not really what we want. We want what money buys. It's not really money we want. We want the things that money just represents of, of something of value. And you exchange money for what you value. You value electricity, so you give those little pieces of paper to Lueco. You value, you know, a fast ride to your school, so you give those little coins to the tricycle driver. Whatever, you, you understand. So, it could be yung harvest, bumabalik sayo, it's coming back to you in the form of things that money could buy. May naglibre sayo sa pamasahe. You know, maybe yung dati mong electric bill, 10,000 plus, pero this time it was only 5,000. A miracle. God brought it down that you would have paid that money to buy those clothes, but may nagbigay sa'yo ng damit. You would have used that money to buy your meals. 
Pero may naglibri sa'yo. May nag-alok sa'yo ng pagkain. There are the thing. So, yung pera mo na inipon for that cell phone, hindi lumabas. Tinag- you use it for something else because may, naglib- may nagbigay sa'yo ng lumang phone niya. It happens that you could reap a harvest with things that money could buy. And thirdly, this is the best. Oh, it gets better. You can harvest, babalik sa'yo, in the form of things that money cannot buy. Woo! <laughs> things that money cannot buy. Money cannot buy joy in your heart. Money cannot buy the peace that surpasses human understanding. Money cannot buy a good night's sleep. Right? Sabinila, money can buy a bed, but it cannot buy sleep. Money can buy a house, but it cannot buy a home. And so on. You've heard that before, I'm sure. Money cannot buy fulfillment in your life. But you can harvest what money cannot buy. Money cannot buy purpose for living. Money cannot buy vision, intimacy. How much is that worth? Magaan na communication with your loved ones. How much is that worth? Money cannot buy humor. A good laugh. How I wish they have a stall at CSI or someplace and you just pay a hundred pesos and they make you, I want to buy 30 minutes of laughter. Wouldn't that be great? You just buy some, you know, but it's not for sale. Humor and, and relationships and trust and things that money cannot buy. But these are harvests that God can bring to you. Are you hearing me? Sabian Mo, it's coming back. It might come back in different ways than what you expect, but it's coming back. Maybe just as is, apple to apple, it may come back in the form of what money could buy and things that money cannot buy, but it's all in the process. When you give into the right soil, in the right environment, it's in the process. It's in the soil, and it's working there. Now, Galatians chapter 6 and verse 7 and verse 9, it says that let us not get tired. Okay? Don't get tired on me. I know you're sleepy right now. <sighs> Don't get tired. Let us not get tired of what? Of doing what is good. At just the right time, we will reap a harvest of blessing if we don't give up. So there's a, you're creating, when you do good, you give right, you create a predictable harvest. It's predictable and it's greater than the original seed. Proverbs 11 verse 24 and 25. Read this with me. One person gives freely but gains more. Okay, pause. That's opposite than the common fear. Ano ulit ang common fear ng mga tao patungkol sa giving? If I give more, I will have less. Pero sabi sa Proverbs, and this was the wisest man that ever lived. He said, when one person gives freely, yet actually he gains more. Another, ituloy natin, another withholds what is right, 
only to become poor. The generous will prosper. Those who refresh others will themselves be refreshed. Kaya, sinasabi ko sa inyo na it is really good to be otherly minded. Not yung natural sa atin, selfish, like we grew up, you know, poro recipient mode. Napaka wise to shift to donor mode, giver mode. Hindi poro Mr. Libri. Position yourself, posture yourself, think of yourself as capable of a, of being a giver. Now, now, immediately you think, oh, I'm too poor, I don't have enough. Forget that for now. Okay, that will come, because sometimes, now una yung vision, bago yung provision. Are you hearing me? Now una ang vision, bago provision. The provision. Get a vision first. Forget what you have and don't have. Right now, just get a vision. Do you want to be a giver? Okay. You say, well, don't, well, I don't have it. No, don't, don't tell me what you don't have. Tell me what you want. Do you want to be more blessed? Do you want to be in a position where you could give? Do you want to have a mindset, a, cult, a personal culture? that I'm a donor, a giver. I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm not just a consumer. I'm a supplier. I'm a solution provider, a problem solver, an overflower. And when you think that way, get a vision for your life like that, then there's some things you can do. You start sowing. God will increase your seed so you can be the giver that your heart desires for you to be. Now, in the Message Bible, Proverbs 11, again, I like the Message Translation. It says, the world of the generous gets larger and larger. But the world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. The one who blesses others is abundantly blessed. So seeds have this effect. They multiply. Sino mahilig sa mais? Oh, I love corn. Sweet corn. And I just bite into it, you know, and it just, it just wedges that stuff in my teeth, you know, I just, I just suck on the cob. I love to eat corn. Now, the corn is amazing because look at just one piece of corn. One, you know, you could pop it and eat the corn or you could plant the corn in the ground. You could give the, you could give your corn to the ground. And when you give it, it comes Back to you because tumubo na yung, pag tumubo na yung corn, it grows up into corn stalks. I wish you could see pictures of those corn stalks. They grow really tall. Sino nakakita ng corn stalks? And then when it produces a fruit, yung ears of corn, ang dami pa, yung one piece of corn na tinanim mo, ang daming corn dun sa, I like yung mahaba, makapal, ang dami. Halos hindi mabilang. Because seeds multiply, seeds grow, and that's all starts with a single minor giving, just a giving. And number three is this, giving makes me, and here's what I really want for you, okay? Wag mong isipin, don't believe the devil's lie. Tim just wants your money. No, don't think that. 
Here's what I really want for you. This is my heart for our church. That you become rich in good works. I want this lifestyle for you. I want you to taste. I want you to enjoy. I want your lifestyle to be a rich experience. The lifestyle of being rich towards God. Rich in good works. God works. First Timothy chapter six, verse 17. Paul told Timothy, he said, listen, teach the people, those people who are rich in this world. Read it with me. Teach those who are rich in this world not to be rich. Is that right? I'm testing you. Teach those people who are rich in this world not to earn too much. Not to make profits. Not to increase their business. No, no. He said, teach them. It's okay to be rich. He said, but teach them two things. First, not to be proud. Okay. Secondly, not to trust in their money. Are you getting me? God is okay with God for you to have lots of money. With two conditions. That it does not make you proud. And that you do not have a tendency to trust the money. Which is so, so, so unreliable. You know money is an unreliable. You cannot guarantee it cannot buy so many things, but it's not also stable. What won't believe? Don't believe the 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 uh, myth, the lie that well, I just have to be financially stable, then my life will be okay. That's a temptation. It's a trap. There's no such thing as financial stability. Stability is on building your life on the rock. The rock is Jesus. All other grounds are sinking sand. Hear me? You hear me? All of you don't, so don't believe that, well, I, I'm getting there. I'll be financially stable. The moment you think you're financially stable, the economy could change. You could lose your job. The company could fail. But the Bible says, don't trust the money. It's unreliable, but their trust should be in God. Come on who richly gives us all we need for His enjoyment. Who's going to enjoy? For our enjoyment. Inuulit ko, whatever you give to the Lord, you do not lose it. You enjoy it more. He says, command them to do good and to be rich in good deeds. Rich, and everybody say rich in good works. Rich in good works. And to be generous and willing to share. Tanong ko, okay, please, when I ask this question, forget about f- social economic standing. Kalimutan, just for now, forget about um, peso volume, peso amount. I want to ask you, are you rich, 
not about money. Are you rich in good works? Okay? So, kahit bata ka, you're a student, you don't have income, that doesn't count. That doesn't matter. This is a different kind of economy. Are you rich? Do you consider yourself rich, middle class, or poor? Are you rich, middle class, or mahirap? Pag ang usapan is good works. Okay? Okay? Maraming nagsasabing, I'm rich, I'm rich, I'm rich. Okay. Alright. Malalaman, how will you know if you're rich? Rich is not how much you have. Rich is how much you overflow. Okay, so when next time we'll talk about money, I'll tell you how to be rich with what you already have. Because the experience of being rich for one person, one person says, Ang bosco mayaman. Pero yung boss na yan, ang tingin niya sa sarili niya, hindi siya mayaman. Kasi kinocompare niya sa mga bosses niya. So nakikita mo na, it's all relative. Makano ang pera na dapat meron ka sa banko para makapagsabi na mayaman ka? Wala, hindi mo matrack, hindi mo mamonitor yan because it all depends. So wealth is not a peso amount. Wealth is experiential. And being rich in good works makes you feel wealthy to God. Wealthy eternally. Wealthy where it matters most. Giving makes me feel rich, not poor. Listen. Sinasabi ko ulit. Sabi ko, giving makes me feel rich, not poor. If I give this apple to Collins, he doesn't have one. I have one. I'm, I'm, I'm blessed. I'm empowered to give it to him. He's excited now. But I give him this thing. Here you go, Collins. Man, enjoy that apple. He says, thank you. And I say, no, 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 no. Don't thank me. Thank you. Because you made me feel wealthy. Was able to, I was able. Imagine that you're actually able to do good. What if you were the one who's only able to receive and you're never able to give? Kawawa, no? Kung nananatili kang laging recipient mode and you never get to taste being on the other side of the transaction. You never get an experience to be the one giving. You're always the one asking for loans, asking for discounts, needing a You know, wouldn't it be great to experience being on the giver's side? And then on, I know, the first thing that comes to mind is, well, I could do that if I was rich. No, no, no. Seed, time, harvest is after you sow. Are you following me? So don't think I have to be rich first and then I'll start giving. You give first. You give first. And doing, doing good works is giving. Now let me, let me, I hope you know my heart. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 8 clearly says we are not saved by doing good works. Okay? Now that was our old mentality, yung religious teaching before, na maliligtas ka kasi ang daming nagawa ng mabuti. 
nag-church, nag-pray. And dami, no, we are not saved by good works. But we are saved for doing good works. We're not saved by our good works, but we are saved. God has a purpose for saving you. So that you will do good works. So you're not saved by doing good works, but you're saved so that you can do good works. So that you can experience being rich in good works. Ephesians 2 and verse 10 says that we are God's masterpiece. Tingnan mo sa katabi mo kung mukhang masterpiece o kaya mukhang abstract. Modern art. Abstract. No, no, we're God's masterpiece. And he says that salvation is not a reward, it's a gift. And God has recreated us. You are not who you were. Kung ikaw ay na, na kay Kristo na, hindi ka kagaya ng dati. He has created us anew in Christ so that we can do the good works that He planned for us a long time ago. You know, may plan ang Diyos sa'yo. God saved you so that He could fulfill that plan of His in your life. God did not save you na wala lang. May plano siya para sa'yo. Yes, you. God wants to use you for great things. And God needs you not to be poor in good works. God wants you to be rich in good works. He has plans to use your life. Now write this down. My good works. Okay, or maybe you should say my God works. Because it's not really us. It's God living in us. And it's the work of Jesus. But, you know, Jesus said this. If you abide in me, Manatili ka nakakonek sa akin. Sabi niya, I'm the vine, you're the branches. If you stay connected to me, you will bear much fruit. Okay? He says, I'm the vine, and you're the branches. Now listen, the branches do not produce fruit. Jesus said, you'll bear the fruit. Bear means you'll carry it. But it's the vine that produces fruit. Okay, or sabi natin, good works. So Jesus, the vine, produces good works in your life. And you get to carry it. You get to bear that good work. So three things about good works. My good works should highlight God and not me. Jesus, John 15, you read that whole chapter there. He said, it's going to be to my Father's glory when you bear much fruit. So it should highlight me. Matthew chapter 5, he says, you know, don't do your good works na pakitang tao lang. But then he does say, when you do good works, people will see those good works and glorify your Father in heaven. Pag makakita ka nila, nakikita nila, uy, si ganito, kilala ko yan nung high school eh. Masamang tao yan. Bakit? Eh, 
laki ng change sa buhay niya. Ito, dating addict sa, ano, ito, dating nangungupit, nagchichit. Pero ngayon, ano siya, cell group leader na. Itong tao nito ngayon, uh, taga-lecture ng mga seminars about family, about anti-drug, about etc. So, when people see your good works, they will say, impossible sa tao must be a move of God. They will give glory to God. So, don't highlight self. Highlight God. Pangalawa is my good works will glorify God through His church. Through His church. Now remember, the Bible says the church is the bride of Christ. Kami ni Bambi, ano yung gawa namin, we do it as a team. I don't do everything in my life na hiwalay sa kanya. We do it as a team. Because we're one. And we have to also recognize yung, yung good works natin where we can do more together kaysa yung kanya-kanya individually. We're better together. We can do more when our seed is brought to the storehouse of the Lord. I know everybody says, well, I want to do good, you know, so magbibigay dyan sa pulube, tulungan si Lola, and kanyang-kanyang good works. There's nothing wrong with that, but Christ wants His bride glorified. Christ wants His bride to be to, to recover from the negative reputation. There's a lot of church haters in the world. Let me tell you something. Jesus loves His wife. He loves the bride. And the Bible says, and this is what's amazing, because the church is people, so full of sin, shortcomings, mistakes, problems, and yet, the Bible calls us the pure, spotless, you know, without blemish, the bride of Christ. Yan ang amazing. That tayo, individually, we are really messed up. But together, God calls us without blemish. And so the good works that we do glorifies God through His church. Jesus, if some people, they have a lot of criticisms about the church, but let me tell you something. Jesus loves His church. He loves the bride. So if ever na may kausap ka, or, you know, there's people that just say, oh, they just want your money. Yeah, it's just, it's just negosyo. And they complain about the church, or say bad things about the systems, or the leaders, or the gawain ng church. Let me tell you something you are wise to avoid those conversations. You are very wise not to participate in discussions that bash the bride of Jesus. Because He will, for me, huh? I will not participate, I will not go along if people say criticisms about my wife. Right? about Bambi, I will not join you in that conversation. I will even say, you don't know her like I know her. about Bambi, hindi mo kilala the way I know her. Hindi siya ganyan. So don't backstab my wife. 
Okay? And imagine what Jesus would feel if there are your friends or even you backstabbing his bride. Okay, come on. So be careful and iwasan ang mga negative conversations about the Lord's church. And the third thing is that my good works create an ongoing, everybody say ongoing, an ongoing harvest to benefit others. Maraming makikinabang sa iyong pagbibigay. Ang si, si Paul Gatan, for years, ang, ang member, he's, he attends the first service. For years and years, he brings the merienda each and every week that you eat after the service. Did you know that? What did you think? We just uh, snap our fingers and the food is there. Have you tried cooking for 600 people? No, it's not that simple. Right? <laughs> but each and every week, for years, he's doing that. That's what I call good works. I don't know how they do it. Pero ang daming nakinabang. Diba? Kung wala tayong merienda, baka gutom na tayo sa ganitong oras, uwi na kaagad. Eh, di ikaw, uwi ka agad, hindi mo ma- makikilala ng mga ibang kapatiran and your fellowship will just be minimum or zero. Diba? So it's, it has an ongoing benefit that benefits so many other people. Nung bata ako, I grew up in a church na may mga members doon, siyempre bata, hindi, hindi ako nagbibigay, mga, mga members doon nagbibigay. Nagbibigay sa, sa house of God. Eh, dahil doon, sa kanilang pagbibigay, ako eh, lumaki ako na laging may crafts and arts, may music, may mga camp. Anong bata kami na high school, college, meron kami mga events. Hindi kami ang naggagastos, iba ang nagbabayad. Kasi nagbibigay, may, mayroon mang nang nagbibigay. Eh ngayon, yung mga tao nito, they don't know, hindi nila akalain na yung pagbibigay nila for our mission school, the training, nakapag-aral ako ng mission school for free. For free. Because iba ang nagbigay. Ako ay nakinabang. And those people na nagbigay, na nag-sacrifice noon, baka hindi nila alam what is the effect on my life. They don't know that I would not have accepted Christ if I didn't have those environments. If I didn't have that atmosphere where there was fellowship and food and Bible study and leaders, they don't know what was happening. It changed my life. Just like what's happening with the food and the friends and the leaders and the atmosphere in this house, what's happening in your life, it's changing you. And somebody else gave for it. And they never imagined, yung mga church members noon sa US, they never imagined that makakarating ako dito. Hindi nila akalain na makakarating ako to put up a church in San Fernando, La Union. Na kung saan may mga Pilipino na naligtas, nakakilala kay Jesus. And just like you, naligtas, napabaptize, lumalago, at nag invite din ng iba. And inside that fruit that the people you invited, hindi mo akalain na there are seeds of relationships and seeds to be planted 
inside of those people. There's the people inside of the people. And when you bring them, you invite them, and they are planted into the church tuna, they will grow, and it's an ongoing cycle of reproduction of good works. Everybody say to your katabe, good job. Yeah, it's good jobs. Good jobs. <laughs> so that's it. Be rich in good works. Jesus said in Luke twelve thirty four, wherever your treasure is, whatever you value, hey, there's your heart will be. You know, our money really just follows our heart. Whatever is the movement of your money reveals the movement of your heart. Because kung saan napunta yung pera mo, nauna napunta ang puso mo doon. Because money is simply paper and metal. We exchange it for what we value, for what we treasure. And pag sinabi kong be rich towards God, be rich in good works, ang ibig sabihin, use your earthly money to show how much you value God. And lastly, dito, dito ako magtatapos because on October 29 and 30, we're going to have two special days, Saturday, Sunday, called the Big Give. Everybody say the Big Give. Now, probably some of you know that we put up a school, Champions Academy, a school, preschool na ngayon, but by next year, it should be K-6. to So, ang daming na pwedeng i-enroll. And in this school, kakaibang school ito. This school is not to compete with private schools or other public schools. This is a kind of school that will teach kids values. Emotional quotients. How to be strong in faith. How to learn. So, it's a different school. I have, Bambi and I, we have very radical ideas about education. And we want to really lay good foundations in the lives of kids habang teachable pa sila. And so right now, we have very few students because hindi pa tapos. If after this, mamaya, pwede kang sumilip doon. And you'll see, hindi pa tapos ang flooring. That's why there's a red tent over there. And anyone who wants to give 10 pesos, you can buy one brick. And I, I don't know how many more bricks na kailangan, pero malapit na. And I believe that when everybody gives a brick or five or ten or a hundred, mapupuno na yun. But on the big give, our goal is to finish the Champions Academy. Those are container vans which need renovations. So we will renovate those one by one. And a stage. Yung dusa dulo, yan ang stage. Ako'y naniniwala na pagtapos na yan, Baka pwede tayo. Kasi masikip eh. By the way, greetings sa mga nasa overflow hall. I hope next time makakasama tayo. But probably, we could fit doon. Mas maluwang doon. And so, we want to finish that. Now, I could finish that. We could do it pa unti-unti. But I wanted to have a big give because on October 29 and 30, kami ni Bambik, Kami ay magbibigay on those days kasi I'm gonna plan, I'm gonna save, I'm gonna prepare my budget, sell some things, um, get some money, and on that day, I'm gonna give the biggest and the best offering that I can for that, 
for that Champions Academy. And I'm offering anybody who wants to join, to join me in giving in the big give, October 2930. But listen, I'm going to read you a scripture because before we close, I have to say this. Giving is not for everyone. And giving to the big give is not for everybody. And I want to tell you that if ever, any time, if ever, you know, doing Sundays, we have the bag and it goes around and people, that's not, again, that's not for our guests. Para sa members yan. But if ever you felt or you feel they just want my money, you know, I'm not comfortable. I don't really want to give. Nagbibigay lang ako para hindi nakakahiya. Baka may sasabihin nila. If ever you felt that, please, I'm giving you permission. Please do not. I'm telling you, do not give. You don't give if you feel manipulated. Okay? I'll tell you we won't manipulate you. But I'm telling you, if you felt pressured, if you felt, you know, something about shame, fear, anything like that, I'm saying to you, please do not give here. Go somewhere else and give, but do not give here if you feel mistrust, manipulated, or pressured. Why? Because two things. Number one, God does not need your money. Okay, I think you know that. And the church does not need your money. Okay, now that may, does the church need money? Oh yes. We need a lot. But money comes from God, not man. We can be used by God, but the source is not man. The source is God. Are you hearing me? So kung magbibigay ka o hindi, God will still do His work with or without you or your money. I, I promise you He will. I've been doing this for 25 years. I've seen it so, I mean, we started with nothing. You know, I'm telling you, I know that God provides with or without any person, individual, okay? But God uses us. Second reason why is if you feel pressured or manipulated, anything like that, I don't want you to give because if you give with the wrong feeling, the wrong motive, you will become one of those people that gives church a bad reputation. You will become one of those people who has the samang laob and will make those comments, they just want our money. What are they doing? That's just for his, uh, to, that's just for the pastor to get rich. That's just for them. And I don't want to be connected to your bad attitude. So please don't give if you feel manipulated. Are you hearing me? <laughs> so in, let's read this. In Exodus chapter 35, verse 21. Those who were willing, not everyone, not everybody, just only those who were willing, and whose hearts were moved them. Okay? So you have to pray if you want to be one of those willing, and if God moves your heart. They came and brought their contributions to the Lord. And the gifts were used to construct 
construction, the tent of meeting, to pay other expenses, and to make the holy clothes. By the way, the priestly garments, the holy clothes, are all representing who Jesus is and what he did. It's all about the atonement work on the cross. So that has to do with the strong teaching of the gospel of Jesus. Our fears, mga takot natin, mga negative thinking, has taught us that if I give more, I will have less. Pero sa katunayan, giving changes me. It enriches me. And the best things in life comes to us through giving. You will not, if you're not really a giver, I can assure you it's because you probably have not forgiven somebody. If you have not forgiven someone, it will affect how you give financially. You might not see the connection, but I've seen it many, many times. Those who are not generous, they don't give, they haven't forgiven somebody. Because giving and forgiving are connected. Pag wala ka ng baggage sa buhay mo, wala ka ng samang loob, you've forgiven your parents, your church, you've forgiven God, you sometimes ang samang loob mo kay God, but when you have forgiven, you'll be a giver. And how can you be a forgiver of others? Only when you realize that you've been forgiven of your sins. And you've been forgiven your sins because God gave Jesus to pay for your sins. God so loved the world that He gave. And we become saved when we give our lives to Jesus. Right? And you can only give your life to Jesus when you first receive God's gift to you. So you cannot give until you first receive. Okay, friends, this is where it all starts. I've been talking about giving, but what it really boils down to is you got to first receive Jesus. Receive what He has done for you. He died on the cross in your place so that you could receive salvation. He forgave you so that you could have eternal life. But you got to receive that. So as we pray, it's final, final moments here, but don't waste this time. As we pray, make a decision to receive Christ as your Savior. Receive Him as the only way of salvation. Receive His eternal life. Receive salvation. Receive His divine nature. Oh, Father, we thank You this morning for revealing Christ Jesus to us. I receive. I receive Jesus into my heart as the sacrifice that pays for all my sin. Tinatanggap ko ang kaligtasan mo, Diyos. And Father, use us to be 
a walking, living, breathing example of your generosity. Let every aspect of our lives show how good of a giver you are. That we reflect your giving nature. Lord, thank you for salvation, for giving us Jesus. Help us to be more like you in a lifestyle of giving. Show us, Lord, specific ways, specific things we can do to give, to bless others. And I pray that everyone here will experience being rich in good works. Thank you that what we give, we don't lose. It stays in our life and it even comes back to us for us to enjoy more. In Jesus' name, amen. Sabimo, it's coming back. All right.